0: 7.45
1: on a Saturday morning, time for our wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Hi there, Denny. How
0: are you today? Well, I'm fine and glad to be back in the good old U.S. of A.
1: Yes, well, welcome welcome back. For folks that don't know, you were in France and it sounded like a great time.
0: Oh, it was. In fact, I've updated a little bit. Sure. You know, the auction sets the prices for Burgundy and it's done so for the last hundred years. And... The 2019 vintage, which incidentally is very good, as I reported last week, uh, was the auction prices were up 10 to 15 percent over a year ago, but the vintage is much better. And the wines, as I would compare them to 2009, and the good news is by the time these wines come here in two and a half years, hopefully the uh, tariff will be off by then and we'll uh, have some really good drinking wines. At very reasonable prices, in my opinion, uh, you know, we finished off that stay there Saturday night is a big black tie dinner for six, seven hundred of all the glitterati of Burgundy, and that was very much fun. I got a shout out because I've been, I guess I'm <laughs> one that's come there the longest. But at any rate, that was great fun because I had two of my grandchildren with me, who are adults, and I think they appreciated that. Uh, So that's the report on Burgundy. Uh, Good vintage uh, prices will be okay. We'll see those prices uh, in the spring, and hopefully this tariff will get over, and we won't have to deal with that. Um, Because of the proximity of Thanksgiving, every year I get – Lots and lots of requests for our turkey-based, and I'll give that right away and repeat it at the end. It's so simple. It's one-third orange juice, one-third white wine, and one-third melted butter. You mix all those together, orange juice, white wine, and melted butter, and baste the turkey a few times with that. It adds a very interesting dimension to the turkey, the citrus flavor of the orange juice combined with the acidity of the white wine plus the sweetness of the butter really combine to make a wonderful coating on top of your turkey. Uh, So anybody would like that. Again, it's so simple. One-third orange juice, one-third white wine, one-third melted butter, and you baste that a few times while the turkey's cooking. Uh, People ask me always, of course, about wines for turkey. My favorite in the standby is Vouvray. There's some good ones. There's one called Lele, L E S. -S 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 L-Y-S, Vouvray, and you get apricot and almonds in the nose. It's soft and round, real crowd-pleaser, 100% Chenin Blanc. Or there's Vouvray Voltaire. Again, modest price on both of the Vouvrays. are never expensive. And I think if you had all the money in the world to spend on uh, Thanksgiving, those Vouvrays go so well with everything, not only the turkey and that, but they also go pretty nicely with... Uh, The yams with marshmallows on the top. You know, the meal is sort of sweet. And the soft edge of Vouvray really make it a crowd pleaser. It makes a a great, great wine. And uh, it's our primary choice to have with turkey. And we've been celebrating Vouvrays and turkeys for years and years and years and never had a complaint yet. So it's a good blend. As I said, excuse me, it's from the Loire Valley. It's 100% Chenin Blanc. And the two are Bouvet Voltaire, after the French philosopher, and Lele, Les L-E-S-L-Y-S, are two brands that you can't go wrong with. Uh, if you want a red wine, why not have a southern Burgundy? Savigny Le Bon or Santonet. There you want to look for good negociants, because uh, like Viemont, Marchant, or Bouchard are just but a three. Viemont, Marchard, and Bouchard are three good uh, producers who produce wonderful Burgundies, and those southern Burgundies can go very, very well uh, with uh, turkey if you want a red wine. And like I say, for white wine again, I repeat the Vouvray. And of course, it's always fun to have a sparkling wine. If you want to have an interesting aperitif instead of a sparkling wine, try Snowline Pinot Gris. You get the nose uh, apples and pears are in the nose. And it's a wonderful uh, aperitif, Pinot Grigio. But this is Pinot Gris from the state of Washington called Snowline, and it would make a wonderful aperitif. And another thing you're going to like about all these wines is the modest price. They're all very modestly priced. Those Vouvreys are under $15, and that aperitif is under $10. Not to be missed. Of course, another good red wine to have is Beaujolais. You know, we talk about Beaujolais all the time, and people forget how good it is. As a matter of fact, this week on Thursday, uh, Nouveau Beaujolais came into the Twin Cities uh, for, oh golly, I guess this must be pretty close to our 47th year of bringing in. I think I started in 1972, and I bought 50 cases and had it flown in, and I was a nervous wreck that we'd sell it all. And, you know, at its peak, we were selling thousands of cases. It's, it's ebbed a little bit, and I, now we sell hundreds of cases. But Nouveau is an interesting wine. You know, it started on the rice to Paris. Gamay ripens early uh, and can be harvested early. And Gamay is the principal grape type for Beaujolais, Nouveau and otherwise. And the Nouveau would brushed to Paris in ox carts to be the first one to arrive in Paris. Well, today with the jet age and all that, we ship that Nouveau all over the world. In fact, I remember once my dear friend Charlie Boone, we talked about Nouveau and he and his wife Carol were in Singapore and saw the little yellow stickers on the windows that the Nouveau Beaujolais had arrived in Singapore just as it has Uh, all over the world, not only Singapore, but here in Minneapolis and uh, South America, Australia, etc. Nouveau stretches all over the world. And you have to bear in mind, Nouveau is a, a fun wine, a quaffing wine, a gulping wine, if you will. It's very low in alcohol. It isn't meant to be criticized and analyzed or any of that stuff. It's just meant to be gulped and enjoyed and to have in the moment. You know, of course, there's that old adage, Uh, with Nouveau Beaujolais, if you drink it the year it's made, which would be this year before January, uh, you'll have good luck all the following year. Well, I've been doing it for a lot of years, and I would guess I'd been pretty lucky. (laughs) So uh, try that Nouveau Beaujolais. It really is terrific, and it's very, very modestly priced, under $10 a bottle, and uh, I don't think you can beat it. A lot of people serve Nouveau Beaujolais, with their Thanksgiving meal, and uh, frankly, uh, you could do worse. It's light and easy, and often people say about Nouveau Beaujolais, it's a red wine for white wine drinkers, and there's some truth to that because it has generally good fruit and high acidity, which you get in most white wines, and uh, none of that tannin or that bitterness that sometimes comes from uh, big red wines, it's just uh, perfect wine to have uh, for any occasion, for fun really, and like I say, it uh, wouldn't be a bad wine to sit and have with your turkey dinner. The uh, other wines that are available for Thanksgiving, you know, are are too many to mention, but you know, some people uh, like Riesling, at Thanksgiving, and Riesling is a good choice also, simply because it's a crowd pleaser. It's low in alcohol, uh, good fruit, a nice basis, and it's soft enough. you know you really need a soft wine for a thanksgiving a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. you know now, if you're having a bear and a beef or a saddle, a lamb or something like that for your Thanksgiving dinner, all the bets are off. I'm just talking basically here today about what goes well, in my opinion, with Turkey and all the fixings. And like I say, the Beaujolais, there's a Beaujolais that we discovered a few years ago that's owned by our friends, the Boiseis, called Chateau Perrier. And uh, it's a Rui, and Rui is one of the crews of Beaujolais. Beaujolais is uh, a big region and the Rui is there's Moulin Avant and Rui and Santamour, et cetera, et cetera, are all Grand Cru's. They have the name instead of just Beaujolais, it says Bruy on the bottle. And uh, I think it's a remarkable wine. Uh, they poured millions of dollars into the restoration of the chateau and the winery and the fields themselves. And of course, it's always produced very, very good wines. And It's called Chateau Prairie. P-I-E-R-R-E-A-U and uh, it's a BOGO, which means you buy one, you get the second one free, so you have enough for everybody at the Thanksgiving table because you've got a spare bottle. But anyhow, uh, fun wines are the Beaujolais. No question about that. You want something a little more serious, a Savigny Le Bon or a Saint-Tenis, which are bones from the uh, Burgundy region. Uh, and And there's a lot of really grand wines from all over the world. Uh, I just got back from Burgundy, so I'm kind of enthusiastic about it, but the wines are uh, incredibly well-balanced, and like I say, this year, the 19 vintage was exceptional, and you can try the 19 vintage in the Nouveau Beaujolais, because that's the year it is right now, and that's the Nouveau. Uh, We have four, and there's another new phenomenon which is sort of interesting, I think, is they have a Bo- a nouveau beaujolais rosé and uh i had some of that the other night and i thought it's very interesting wine it's very very light very very uh, easy to drink uh not complicated at all and and that's another wine that really wouldn't go too badly uh, i think you get the idea with this thanksgiving and turkey you really want a wine that doesn't have a lot of or touch of the soil, and you want something that's light and fruity and will match the food you're having and the occasion itself, something easy and relaxed, not too serious and complex. And so rosés, even though it's not summer and it's chilly, they aren't a bad choice to have either. And like I say, I think it was fascinating with this nouveau rosé I didn't think it would sell very well, but it certainly did last year. It was the first year they introduced it because of the popularity of rosé. And uh, three or four of the big houses made a, a nouveau rosé. And I, like I say, it's very light, very easy, nice wine, easy to drink. Uh, and, but there's so many rosés you could try out there uh, that are nice and easy to drink and go, probably would go pretty well with your meal.
1: Well, Jack, I uh, had the chance to stop in to – normally I shop downtown at Haskell's. I happen to be by Ridgedale. I thought, I'm going to pop in there and uh, ask the gentleman uh, for a a bottle of – I was looking for Zinn, as you know. Oh, yes, of course. Well, who's who's helping me out, it turns out, that I haven't seen in 100 years is Bob. Oh, my. (laughs) So it was kind of like old home week there. Great. But it always feels good. Now, I don't care which Haskell's you visit. Those good folks will help you out. They'll match anything you need, Right.
0: That's right. You know, they love to talk about wine. They love to pair wine with food. And, you know, best of all, they're going to help you pick a wine that will not break the bank. It's affordable and delicious. So there's a Haskell's near you where you can save big, big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington, right in Excelsior. Haskell's in Faribault, right off of 35. And then the super cellar up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. Minneapolis has free parking on Saturday and Sunday. Minnetonk at Ridgedale, which I you just mentioned, Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And lest I forget, a great treat is that new Louisa liqueur, which is a caramel pecan liqueur. It's called Louisa, and with that caramel pecan flavor, it would go perfectly with your favorite pecan or pumpkin pie.
1: All right, Jack. Well, I I wish you and your family and all the folks at Haskell's a very, very happy Thanksgiving.
0: And, Denny, the same to you and your family and to all our wonderful WCCO listeners. Happy and blessed Thanksgiving. Thank
1: you so much. Jack and I will uh, be back again next Saturday here on CCO. I have a feeling he'll give us that uh, recipe for uh, post-Thanksgiving, you know, the leftovers uh, with uh, shepherd's pie, that turkey shepherd's pie. But if you wanted that uh, basting uh, recipe, very simple. For your uh, basting your turkey, uh, one-third part OJ, one-third white wine, one-third melted butter. That's what Jack gives us uh, every year around this time.